0: I am Whitney Barbary, I am your host, and you have found yourself listening to The Drip. This is where we play in the frequency of mindset, energetics, and strategy to create illogical growth in your business, delivered in a no-nonsense way, and sometimes with a little dose of Jesus. So, thank you for being here, and let's dive into the episode. Okay, so here's the deal. Over a day ago, I put out a podcast episode And I announced that I was doing a giveaway for the podcast and a whole day went by and I couldn't figure out why nobody was participating in the giveaway. I was low key. My feelings were hurt a little bit. I was like, no one cares about my giveaway. And then I went back and listened to the start of the episode and the intro that I recorded talking about the giveaway was completely silent. So on the last episode that was released, there was over three minutes of me saying nothing because apparently I thought I had recorded it in my microphone and I, for some reason, my microphone is not connecting to my Mac and I was talking into it. It said it was recording, but it was recording nothing. So that's fun. Um, that being said, we're going to try this again. I'm going to tell you guys all about the podcast giveaway. So I have a podcast giveaway going on until the end of day, January 31st. Here is how you enter. You can rate and review the podcast And you can share the podcast on your socials as many times as you want. So if you rate and review the podcast, I need you to take a screenshot of that and I need you to send it to me in my DMs on Instagram or Facebook, or I need you to email that screenshot to support at whitneybarberry.com. This is the only way for me to know that you reviewed it and then to give you your credits. Uh, You get three entries into the giveaway when you rate and review the podcast. You can also share the podcast on your social media. You can share the podcast as many times as you want. I recommend if you're gonna do it this way, take screenshots of specific episodes you're listening to and then share it to your social media. You can post it, you can share it in your stories, whatever you wanna do. Here's the catch though, you have to make sure that you tag me. If you share it and you don't tag me, I don't know. I won't be able to see that you shared it. So if you decide to rate and review the podcast, you take a screenshot, you can DM it to me on social, or you can email it to support at WhitneyBarbary.com, and you get three entries for that. You can only rate and review one time. The system's only going to let you do it once. And then you can also share it on your social media as many times as you want from now till the 31st. Every time you share it, you will get an entry. So you really could have as many entries as you want. Here are the prizes. The prize... Uh, and I'm going to give away all three of these. So three different people are going to win a prize. The first one is a brand new Kate Spade bag. It is still in the pa- packaging. I ordered it around the holidays last year and I've been waiting, waiting. I'm I'm going to post it on my socials. So if you're listening to this, I would actually go, uh, look at my stories on Instagram or Facebook because I've probably already posted it there. You can see it. It's a Kate Spade bag. It is so cute. Um, You also could win a full day one-on-one Boxer day with me where you can plug into Boxer, you can ask me any questions you want, plug into my brain, get coaching, pick my brain, whatever you need to do. Or you can win a guest spot on my podcast and I also do those interviews and stream them into my Facebook group. So you can get tons of exposure and it'll be really fun. Okay, Um, that starts now and it goes until January 31st. The second thing is, if y'all notice, there was a upgrade There was a rebrand on the podcast. I'm now calling it The Drip because you guys have heard me say to catch this drip. I've had offers called The Drip. We're calling it The Drip. It is mindset, energetics, and strategy for illogical growth in your business. It is with me, Whitney Barbary. So welcome to The Drip. And let's dive into the episode. (laughs) Okay. Hi, Jill. Okay. So we're going to do, I think we're streaming on Instagram. We're going to do an ask me anything. What do you guys need from me? What do you want to know? What are those burning questions that you want to ask me? You can either selfishly ask me something for yourself, meaning like if you have a coaching question, if you're trying to work through something, um, I'm even feeling a little froggy. Like we could even pull up somebody's content. I was kind of thinking earlier, like I haven't reviewed anyone's content in a while or a piece, like a piece of content or a post. If you guys just want to ask me anything, if you want to pick my brain about running a multiple six figure business that has multiple five figure months, you can do that. Whether you're on Instagram or, um, on zoom. I also did this yesterday. It was either yesterday or the day before I didn't ask me anything. And I thought there would be like three or four questions. And I thought I would go for like, you know, maybe 20 minutes. And I ended up answering questions for like an hour. There were so many questions in the chat, chat. so people might be tapped out. So if there's anything that if you could, if you had 20 minutes with a six-figure earner and you could pick their brain about anything what would you ask um and then i did announce this like 10 minutes more well, maybe 20 minutes before we hopped on so here comes my little buddy uh say hi charlie say hi to the people bud say hi bubba this is my little boy he always wants to be in mom's lap when i'm on but while i'm waiting for people to hop on um i can just dive into a few things so um something that i'm working through with my mentors right now and i think this would be really, um, you know, I'm in a, uh, I'm in a mastermind with other six figure earners, um, uh, people that are making, you know, two, three, four, five hundred thousand $500,000 a year. Um, our coach is a seven figure earner and it's so fascinating to me, the conversations that we're having inside of the, the mastermind where you realize that you're not alone and things that you've experienced actually do happen to other people. And there's something powerful to be said about those things being normalized. Um, So I guess I'll kind of speak to them because I like to be transparent, but <clears throat> something that is being kind of normalized for me inside of the mastermind that I was like, wow, it would have been really helpful to know a while back that I'm not alone in this Um, is <laughs> There are, there are tons of people watching and no one is saying anything in the chat and it's really awkward. I'm gonna refresh the feed one time to make sure it's not just Zoom, not loading the comments. But if you're on and you're just creeping, you need to say, hi, I'm a generator, I'm a responder. So the more you guys talk back to me, um, I feel less like I'm talking to myself. and and uh... So yeah, you can drop any questions in the chat. I'm gonna talk for a minute and then I will come back and answer any questions, whether you're on Instagram or whether you're... Um, in my Facebook group. Anything you guys like, you guys can either pick my brain about something. You can just ask what I think about something. You can ask me something personal if you want. You can ask me something for yourself if you're working through something in your own business. But one thing that's really being hi, Kyra, one thing that's really being normalized for me in the mastermind that I'm in. And let me make sure this is actually connected to my microphone because it just always sounds better. Microphone, yes. Okay. <clears throat> um. Actually, I want to do this. <laughs> One thing that's been uh, normalized for me inside of the mastermind um, that I wish somebody would have normalized for me later on, because it literally took until the last few months of me being um, in rooms where this was open discussion with other six figure
1: entrepreneurs <clears throat> is, um,
0: how do I want to word it? <laughs> Let me take a drink and think about it. Cause I'm like, I want to word it delicately, but I want to talk about it.
1: <clears throat>
0: there was a conversation that went down in the thread. Um, I'm in a boxer chat with, with the people in my mastermind. And yesterday a thread was pulled where we got onto the conversation. Um, Basically, I don't know what to call it for lack of a better term or lack of better words. (laughs) It is falling out, um, falling out with clients. And that's happened to me a couple of times, um, in my business where things, it doesn't happen all the time, right? It's, it's a, it's an anomaly. It doesn't happen a lot. You know, it's, it's that like 1% of the time, but when it does happen, when things, end with a client and it doesn't end well. And you, it's either you end up the villain in their story or, or sometimes like they're the villain in yours, right? Like they do something to you. It's happened to me a couple of times. I mean, I've been in business for five years and the more clients that I serve, the more the odds are that it's going to happen because when you're dealing with other humans, humans do human things. Humans are wild, right? And so when you go from like having a one-on-one practice where you're only serving clients one-on-one, so you can only have, you know, eight, 10, 15 clients at a time, it it's still going to happen every once in a while, but it's less likely. But when you're, when you're running larger programs that you're scaling and you have 10 clients in a mastermind and five pri- private clients and 75 students in a program. And you have paid masterclasses where sometimes there's uh, like 50 people or hundred people. When you're serving <clears throat> a lot of people at one time, you just up the odds. It's like the, it's like the percentage goes up, the percentage of chance goes up that you're going to have a falling out. Um, with a client, or that a client's going to get upset with you, or a client's going to get triggered by you, or a client's going to project things onto you. Um, clients are going to be mad at you. It's just something that, like, I'm not trying to scare you guys. I just wish somebody would have normalized this because up until a couple months ago, I realized that I would have these thoughts that when someone defaulted on a payment to me or somebody Quit and like left a program, even if they weren't mad at me. If, um, you know, like I had a falling out with a client back in the beginning of October, and this was someone that had been in my world for like two years. I mean, she had been a private client, I'm talking weekly coaching calls for two years. This person has been to my home, uh, this person has met me in person for a retreat, this person had joined my mastermind, and you know, we had a situation where, um, She was doing things and asking for things. And I had to hold my standard and I had to hold my boundary and she didn't like that. And I mean, and I was in every right to hold the boundary and it didn't matter that I was nice about it. Um, She didn't like it. She didn't like the boundary that I was holding. She didn't like the, the, I don't want to call them rules, but like you have standards and boundaries in place. She didn't like it and she got upset. And she blocked me on all social media platforms and left one of my containers. And this was in October. We haven't spoken since. And I don't suspect we ever will. And that's hard because I'm not the person that believes that it's, this is all business and your clients are just your clients and there's no personal relationship there. And like, that's it. I mean, especially in close proximity. I can tell you right now, I don't even bring people into my close proximity containers that I cannot see myself having a long-term friendship or relationship with. Right. So for me, it's like my clients are also my friends and now there takes, there takes a level of emotional, um, intelligence that if you know if your clients if you're going to become close to your clients and you're going to talk about things outside of business there does have to be a level of emotional intelligence where you know when to have your friend head on and when to have your coach head on right there has to be a level of emotional intelligence for both people involved but um so when a client gets mad at you and says not nice things to you and then blocks you on Instagram blocks you on Facebook leaves all of your, like any programs that she was in, um, as a declaration of like, you know, she's mad at me. She clearly doesn't want me in her life anymore. Like after two years of, of a relationship and honestly, a friendship with someone that's hard, that's hard. And so that happened to me. And those of you that are in like one-on-one coaching or my mastermind, like you've heard more about other things, but, um, I had in a matter of about 10 weeks, I had like five people leave my mastermind, which is wild because that doesn't happen to me a lot. Like I, I do not just have like mass exoduses in my programs, that doesn't happen to me a lot. Like this really is an outlier. <clears throat> so when it happened, like that was really hard. And it wasn't like everyone that left was like mad at me, or it wasn't. I mean, two people left and weren't nice about it. They weren't honorable about it. They didn't. Like, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, and then a couple of people just left for various reasons. They were very kind about it. I blessed them, sent them on their way. But, um, I just kept feeling last year like clearly this is only happening to me and um I look at my mentors and I'm like I'm sure this doesn't happen to Rachel and I'm sure this doesn't happen to India and I look at other people in the industry and I'm like, oh it probably doesn't happen to them and it probably doesn't happen to them and then to be in this mastermind where we had a whole thread yesterday in Voxer where we were just talking about like, all these situations that had happened with us, with clients, not, not like gossiping, talking about it, talking about it. Like, um, we were just normalizing it for each other. Like we were letting each other know, like, you're not alone. Like I've had a similar situation. It's really hard. It is painful because you do love your clients and they are your friends. And, Um, you know, we always just want what's best for people, and it's hard when you've, you know, we were just having a conversation about like, and it's hard when you've dealt with rejection, you know, your whole life. I think as women, we deal with rejection a lot, like girls can be really mean. So then, when you become a coach, and especially if you're coaching women, and then you have a bunch of women that are like rejecting you and leaving your space and saying mean things about you, like all the things that can happen, right? And again, with my peers, it's not something that happens a lot, but just to be in a room where it was normalized of like these things happen to all of us even to hear my mentors be like yeah like those things have happened to me too in fact that happened to me not that long ago and i had to get coaching on it and it was it was uh, it took months to like process the hurt and get the healing i needed from that emotionally and the reason i'm saying that is one i want you guys to be intentional in 2023 to make sure that you're getting yourselves in rooms where people are also on this entrepreneur journey, because there are things that people can hold you in, in those rooms. And there's things that are normalized in those rooms that like the normies, like the people out in our normal lives, they don't get it. They don't understand it and they're never going to experience it. And it's going to be really hard for them to hold you in it. There's something different about being in a room. And when I say a room, I mean a mastermind, a group program, get a private mentor, like whatever it is, like being in spaces where you realize you're not alone. You're, you realize you're not the only person experiencing this. You realize that it's normalized here and there's people that have experienced it and get it and can hold me in it. Like, I'm not alone in this. It, very please be very intentional about making sure you're in those spaces i can tell you group programs are fine for me small group programs and masterminds are really where the space is held um for those kind of conversations especially just because there's more connection between the members like in masterminds maybe you're going to have like weekly group coaching calls and smaller containers (coughs) um But I also want to normalize for you all that it's like, I wish I could protect all of you from it. Unfortunately, it's going to happen. The more you grow your business, the more you scale, the more clients you serve, you're going to have situations where sometimes you have to enforce boundaries and People aren't going to be happy about it. There's going to be times that people leave your world and they're not very nice about it when they leave. There's going to be times where people leave your space and they're totally nice about it. And they're very honorable and respectful. But it's still going to be sad to watch someone leave your space and you're going to feel that pain and you're going to feel that hurt and you're going to feel like you're like losing a friend a little bit and it is sad. It's not saying that like every time someone leaves your world like say just that someone's um, coaching container is finished and they just don't renew. It's not always, it's a bad thing, but like, you're still going to feel maybe that there's a little hole there for a while where you're not getting to talk to that client every week, or you're not going to be in Boxer with them, or you're not going to get to see their face on your calls or whatever. We are coaches, we are entrepreneurs, but we are also humans. I don't know who started this in the coaching industry where it's kind of being taught like that we're just supposed to be some sort of robot or Stepford Wives that never feels anything. And you're just totally immune to emotions or pain or hurt or grief or loss or needing to process something, but that is such garbage. And we really need to to allow ourselves to be humans that have human experiences. You're a coach, you're not a robot. You're a coach, you're not invincible, you're still going to feel things. You're still going to have human experiences. Sometimes you're going to be the villain in someone's story no matter how honorable and generous and gracious and loving you try to be about something because humans are humans. So I just really hope that you're in spaces where you can always be held in that, but I also hope that this normalizes the conversation for you that I think we look at coaches that are making a certain amount of money and we're like, oh, wow, they must never experience this or they must never experience that or something happens to us. And we're like, I bet Whitney never has that happen. And it's like, of course I do. I might just have it happen. It might look differently for me. It might happen at a different level of business, or it might look exactly the same as it looks for you. I don't know, but I just want to normalize being a human that has a business. You're not a robot. You're not an alien that doesn't have emotions. Like you're a human with a business that still has human emotions and still feels joy, but also still feels sadness. Can be really happy, but sometimes you can experience pain. Sometimes you're gonna be the hero of someone's story. Sometimes you're gonna end up being the villain of someone's story, no matter what. So I wanted to normalize that for you guys. Hold on a second. Every time I get on a live, I get a DM and then it like, I can't see your guys' comments. <clears throat> I just want to normalize that for you guys. Um, let me know if that was helpful, helpful. Let me dive into some questions. So again, this is like an open Q and a ask me anything, pick my brain. Let me know if you guys have any questions, you can put them in the chat on Instagram. You can put them in the chat on Facebook. Um, Can I talk about my masterclass strategy? How often do you do them? Do you do, you mean my free masterclasses or my paid masterclasses? Depending where you are in business, I would say if you're below $8,000 months, which is a six figure year, I would be doing free masterclasses and I would be doing them every single month. I would do a free training. And I would make it like an actual masterclass or a training, like something that you're teaching on that masterclass where you're going to really gas it up. You're going to make it a really big thing. You're going to sell it just like it's a $200 masterclass. You're going to really promote it. And then, um, if you really want to collapse time in your business and you want to follow my path, I would be doing them, um, So I'd be doing the free masterclasses, the free workshops, the free challenges, whatever you call it. I would be doing that once a month, but I would also be doing other lives in your Facebook group or on your Instagram or your TikToks or your reels or whatever. I would also be doing those um, at least once a week. So I would do one big masterclass or workshop or program or challenge, like whatever you're going to call it. Once a month where it's like a big thing and you get people to sign up. And then I would be doing like maybe pop-up lives, um, maybe doing reels where you're talking to the camera, maybe doing stories where you're talking to the camera, maybe just going live in your Facebook group or on your Instagram where you're just talking. They don't even have to be 30, 45 minute long things. It can literally be like something hit you that day when you were talking to a client and you go do a six minute live and talk about it and pop off faces are the future. And I, I won't even say they like, they've been the future, like faces, like showing your face has been the thing for a while, but for some of you, this is going to be new for you. So I'm going to say faces are the future humans are buying. I just realized that like my sweater is making my eyes look way like my eyes are green, but they look really green with this sweater. Um, you've got to start getting your face on camera. Truly, hear me on this. Humans are buying from other humans. They are buying from people that they connect with. Some of you can't figure out why your audience isn't buying. It's because your audience feels no connection from you because all you ever do is write post with a selfie. And then once every like four months, you like try to do a workshop just to see if you can sell people into something. People want to hear your voice. People want to see your face. People want to connect with you. Okay. They're wanting to connect with you. They want to get to know you. They want to feel you out. They want to hear how you talk, how you show up, how you deliver content, what your style is, what your vibe is. They want to feel your energy and they want to get to know you. That builds that know, like, and trust factor. And the the quicker you can do that with people, the quicker they're going to be able to decide if they want to buy from you or not. So you guys that are like, doing a free training, like once every three months, you're really extending out the amount of time that it's getting people like feeling you out and getting them into your world. So every month I'd be doing some kind of free workshop, free training, free challenge. If you are below eight K months, you do not need to be charging for those. You need to be doing them for free. We just need people showing up. We don't need to be putting a, um, a paywall in between that stuff. And then I would still be doing other lives at least once a week. Now it could be, maybe you do a reel, um, maybe you go live on Instagram. Maybe you do like what I'm doing right now, where you do a pop-up live in your group. Maybe you just get on a couple of times a week and share something when it hits you. And then you hop off. Also, just remember that more people will watch the replay than will watch live. So don't pay attention to like who gets on live when you do these pop-up lives or whatever. People are going to go back and watch the replay. And if you're delivering really valuable content, like lives, like I want you to make your lives actually valuable for people on the other side. When you're delivering really valuable lives or reels or stories where you're like talking and sharing something or whatever it is. Um, people will actually start being intentional about coming back and watching the replays because if they watch one or two and it's very valuable to them and it changes their life, the next time they see you go live, they may not be able to attend it while you're on it, but they're going to be like, I need to remember to go back and watch that. So that's why I say like, don't just put out fluff. So you can say you put out content, change people's lives before they've ever paid you. And it will change your life because people will start buying from you and you'll start making a lot more money, which will change your life. (coughs) Okay. You talk about creating a library of content in your Facebook group. How do you work that when you repeat a masterclass? So one thing I would recommend is... um, when you're doing the well, first of all, make sure you guys are creating the guide section of your group. And every time, like even when I do these pop up lives, as soon as I get off here, I go add this pop up live to the to the guide section of the Facebook group. I want to create a library of everything that I do. But if you guys are talking about the like free masterclasses or free workshops that I'm telling you to do, I always say have about three of them that you're at least rotating out. So here's what I'm saying in tandem. If you're doing these things in tandem, which if you guys are in your next five, you know, I talk about this. If you guys are doing these things in tandem, if you're always nurturing the audience you already have while continuing to bring new people into your audience, you could do a masterclass in January. You could repeat the same masterclass in March or April And for a lot of people, if you're continuing to bring new people in your world, for those people, it's brand new to them. And for the people that are in your world, it's also okay because you're learning and growing and evolving. And the next time you deliver it, it's probably not even going to be the same. Like it will be the same, but it won't. Does that make sense? Um, And then you can always just call it something different. I never ran into a situation where I was just doing the same masterclass every single month day after day, but there are some people that do, I have been in people's Facebook groups where their strategy is every like eight weeks, they would do a five day, um, I think it was called like acceleration week or something. So about every eight weeks they would do acceleration week and, and they would have a, an hour long session every day, Monday through Friday, and literally, I attended it multiple times. It was the same content every single time. Every time she did it, it was Monday, she did this. Tuesday, she taught this. Wednesday, she just repeated the same thing over and over. But in those eight weeks, she was always working on bringing more people into her world. And so the people that attended, you know, the time before they would still come back because you guys know as well as I do. You never know what you're going to catch the second time. Something always lands differently. So I never really got caught up in like, but what if I teach the same thing and people don't show up? They will. But just remember, like people that have already been through the masterclass, like you're going to say something different every time. You're going to speak about it a little differently. You're going to deliver it a little differently. Your your perspectives, you might like it might change a little bit. You may like something may come up with a client where the next time you talk about it, it's a little different um but if you have like 3 of them that you're rotating it would be like january i do this february i do this march i do this and then in april maybe you go back and repeat them again do you know what i mean <clears throat> i'm sorry <clears throat> my daughter just had a cold and i don't know if i'm getting ready to catch her cold i don't feel bad but all of a sudden today my throat's getting really scratchy let me go to Instagram before I lose some of these questions, because I don't know if it will shut them off. How to get my Facebook group more engaged. I'd love to not be the only person posting in my group. Okay, this is a good question. I will tell you guys that are because I I know I'm going to say this because you're in full flavored experience. If you're in full flavored experience, that is something that's on my agenda for 2023 is I will be doing an entire full course, like a full, not even a course. It'll be like a full program on building a hot Facebook group, because that's how I made the first, like, I made like the first $300,000 of my business (laughs) in my Facebook group. So I'm going to be teaching a whole course on that. So I can't deliver it all to you in one day, but I will be teaching a whole course on it. If you are not in full flavored experience, you need to get in there because that's just one of like 12 programs I'm launching that you'll get. Anyway, sidebar, if you want the cliff notes version, this is one thing I always say. And some of you guys have heard me say this time and time again, we all need to take a good, honest look at our Facebook groups. And I want you to all Whether it's your Facebook group, your Instagram, your TikTok, whatever it is, I don't care. Wherever it is, you're trying to bring people in to engage them. I want you you guys to answer for yourselves. If you were to look at your Facebook group and you were to be really honest with yourselves, and I'm talking like your hand on your heart, swear on the Holy Bible. Can you honestly say hand on heart, hand on the Bible? the whole truth and nothing but the truth that your Facebook group is a place that people should want to spend their time. Is your Facebook group worth someone spending time in there? If you were not the leader of your Facebook group, if your Facebook group was somebody else's and you got added to it and you scrolled that Facebook group for 20 minutes would you stay or would you leave your own Facebook group? Like hand on your heart, hand on the Bible. Can you can you guys honestly tell me my group is lit? Everything I put in there is a gold mine and people are crazy if they don't engage. And they don't consume the content in there. And if I was added to that group, I would be in that group every single day, seeing what I was posting. Like, can we honestly say that that's always, and, and for some people, maybe the answer is yes. But for most people, I find if they're really having like hand on heart, hand on the Bible, whole truth, nothing but the truth is your Instagram or your Facebook or your TikTok or wherever you're engaging clients. Can you honest to goodness, hand on your heart, tell me that your content is worth someone spending time there.
1: When
0: a Facebook group is not engaged and nobody's showing up to your lives and no one's responding to your questions and no one's reading your stuff and nobody's attending your free workshops, that is an indicator to me that somewhere you have not nurtured them and you have not shown them that you are going to be showing up on this social media or in this Facebook group consistently and that they should be spending time here because it's a gold mine in here. Somewhere we've lost that trust with them. People come into our Facebook group and whether it takes a day or a week or a month, somewhere along the lines, they figured out that there's really nothing in here worth me sticking around for. So they don't. And that's our fault. And I know because I've had to revive my Facebook group before. More than one. So, like, I can say this because I've walked this out. I've actually had multiple Facebook groups as well. That is where I would start. The other question that you can ask yourself is this. If my Facebook group wasn't free and this was, like, a paid program and people had to pay me $1,000, like, If this was a $1,000 program where people paid $1,000 and then they got put in this Facebook group and everything that I'm going to deliver to them inside of this $1,000 offer is in this Facebook group, what would you put in the Facebook group? Would it be the same content you have now or would you step it up a notch? If people paid $1,000 to be in your Facebook group, what would you be putting in that Facebook group? What would you be delivering? What would you, what would be in that Facebook group for them? How would you lead it then if people paid to be there? And then I want you guys to remember this. If your Facebook group is dead, we basically have to re-engage people, but it's exactly what I've been telling you. You have to give them a reason to want to be engaged in there. So you're going to have to like consistently show up without expecting them to do something. So we can't be like, well, I'm consistently posting and they're not. So I'm like frustrated. They owe us nothing. People do not owe us their time just because we decided to start a Facebook group. People do not owe us likes and shares and comments just because we decided to start an Instagram. Just because you're doing a free training does not mean that people have to show up. People owe us literally nothing. We actually owe it to them to give them something worth showing up for. But here's the cool thing. We have full control of that because we have control of ourselves. So this is why I always say when clients ask me, well, how much should I be giving away for free? And like, what should I be? I'm like, give it all. If you guys follow Alex Hormozzi, one thing Alex Hormozzi always says is, If your free content is better than somebody else's paid content, you're going to win the game every time. And I believe that to be true because I've lived it. It's how I made multiple six figures off a Facebook group. And I still do free things now, but it's like, this is insane that I'm not charging for this. So if your Facebook group has been dead and you guys are trying to re-engage it, come here, River, come here, baby, give your, give the people in your Facebook group time to come around and recognize and get used to the fact that you're now showing up in here and you're, you're going to be consistent. Come on, baby. Hi, honey. This is my girl. What are you doing? Are you hiding from the people? Say hi,
1: people. This is River. She's my baby. Okay,
0: hey, these are good questions. Can you talk about mindset with your business? Are you on, it just says beauty and health. I'm so sorry. Your name is escaping me. I think I actually know your name, but I can't remember it right now. I feel like maybe we had a conversation in the DMS or I could have totally made that up. Um, but if you can tell me specifically what you mean or like my mindset with my business, um, but without, I don't know if you're still on, if you can answer that, but I will tell you one thing that's really served me in business. And a lot of my clients will be like, oh my God, she says this all the time, um, is the long game. This will set you free from the emotional prison of needing instant results. I see you baby. If you can remember, this is my cuddle bug. She's such a sweet girl. She's either always giving kisses or always wanting to cuddle. If you can remember that we're playing the long game and that, oh yes, Wendy, that's right. I knew that, that everything we're doing is setting us up for easier and faster success later on, you will get off the hamster wheel of needing instant gratification right now. Like this is going to sound really counterintuitive, but I want you to go with me here The current launch is not the most important thing. Whatever you're selling right now doesn't really matter. It does, but it really doesn't. Because everything you're doing is setting you up. Every time you talk about your offer, every time you launch a program, every time you do a free training, every time you do a free workshop, every time you like, I don't know, create a new offer or share a client testimonial, or you have like a week long, you know, launch party into your next program. Like whatever you're doing, every time you do something, you're setting yourself up because you're building brand awareness. Cause every time you talk about it, (laughs) people are, their antennas, like they're catching it, what you're saying. There start, here's what I'll say. It's not your ideal client's job to get on your radar. It's your job to get on their radar. And I just truly believe that like, if we can get out of needing instant gratification where it's like, I need someone to buy from me today. I need someone to hire me today. I need someone to pay me today. I need 50 people to sign up for this workshop. I need to get to a thousand followers. I just need more views on my story. I just need more clients. Like whatever it is that you think you need to get out of that, it's just remembering I actually don't need anything. I can feel sufficiency and where I am right now, but also remembering that the more I show up, the more I'm building brand awareness, the more seeds that I'm planting. And it's like, I want you to think almost like an investment account or like a 401k. It's like every time you do a free Facebook group, a free Facebook group. Every time you do a free training in your Facebook group, you put a little money in your 401k. When you do a live on Instagram, you put a little money in your 401k. When you launch that group program, you're putting a little money in your 401k. You're like planting these seeds. And then one day you're going to go look at that 401k and it's going to be full and you're going to cash it out, but it's going to show up in clients and cash. So like you may launch something this week. And maybe nobody buys. I mean, sometimes that happens, guys, especially depending on where you are or like, you know, where you are in business, how hot your audience is, how much demand you have, all the things. Sometimes you're going to launch things and nobody's going to buy. But you know what? Next month, we launch it again. Because when you launched it this month, even though people didn't buy, people were paying attention and you started planting little seeds in their mind. And they started asking themselves, Hmm. that sounds good. Do I need that? Is this something I need? Am I ready for that right now? Is this something I want to invest in? And then when you launch it again a month from now, now they're paying even more attention. Now they're hearing you talk about it again. Now, not only are there seeds planted from the last time you talked about it, now you're talking about it again. Now you're just pouring water on it. You're pouring water on those seeds. You're fertilizing them right? And maybe they still don't buy that time because they're still trying to figure out, I don't know, is this for me? Is this what's going to help me? Is that coach for me? Is this something I want to spend money on right now? Do I really think I could get results? I don't know because sometimes I don't stick things out. And let's say that you launch this thing every month for four months. That person may not buy until month four, but they've been watching the entire time. And every time you've talked about it, you've planted a seed with them. This is why we can't stop talking about things. This is why like, and people that have been in my paid programs will tell you, like, I preach this to the cows come home. This is almost always the crux of everything that I teach. It's like the catalyst for every program. The core of it always comes down to playing the long game. If you're creating offers, play the long game. You want to build a hot audience, play the long game. You want to work through your money mindset, play the long game. You want to become a client magnet, play the long game. You want to step into more embodiment play the long game. You want to be a grounded, solid leader and mentor play the long game because it's not about if you guys can get your heads into like this, get your mindset into the long game about it, it will take so much pressure off what's happening right now because everything we're doing right now is actually just planting seeds for long game results. So it's like, it's it's going to be One, we have to really be self-aware of where we're not playing the long game. And we really have to be onto ourselves about where we're trying to get instant gratification. And then if we can be aware of that, we're doing that, then we can step into like getting into that long game energy is what I call it. You want to be in long game energy. Everything is leading you to where you're trying to go. For me. People ask me, how do you stay motivated to keep showing up? How do you, how do you, how are you so consistent? I don't have to like get myself there. And here's why. I don't ever have to motivate myself and I don't ever have to like work on being more consistent. It is, it is honest to goodness, my natural state of being like consistency, selling, showing up, whether I'm selling something or I'm doing a free training or I'm doing these pop-ups or I'm coaching my clients or I'm creating something for a program or I'm selling a new offer or I'm like doing my podcast. Like I can show up consistently every day because One, this is just so fun for me, whether I'm doing something free, I'm not getting paid to do this right now. It's still fun for me tomorrow. I will get on coaching calls where people have paid me to be there. That is also fun for me, but because I'm always playing the long game and I'm building something bigger than myself and bigger than this current moment. It actually is why I'm able to be consistent. Like consistency is just a state of being for me. I don't have to discipline myself to be consistent. I just am because I am so lit up about what I'm doing, whether I'm getting paid for it or not. And I've truly been that way since the beginning of my business. I can honestly say that. So like for Wendy, if you're saying like, I truly want to serve and help others, then we have to do it and stop like expecting something in return. And just remember, we're always playing the long game. And it really will come back to us. It's just not our business how fast it's going to come back to us. <clears throat> but it always does come back to us.
1: <laughs> Such
0: good questions. You guys are awesome. Let's see. I currently, let me text my husband and see if he can bring my chapstick. I'm telling you what, when you when we're running the heater in the winter, it makes my lips so dry. Can you bring my chap? I need to get a desk chapstick is what I need to do have one on my desk. He's used to me being like, I'm in the other room. Can you bring my chapstick? I currently coach one-on-one only and I mostly have paid in full. I love the idea of payments to have recurring income, but the idea of people defaulting on payments scares me. I can't imagine any of my current clients defaulting, but when I scaled a lower ticket, I want to be able to offer to payment plans. I guess my question is, why do why does clients defaulting on payments scare you like I know that sounds really silly but I actually think you need to dive into that like why is it that the thought that someone might default on their payments why why does it actually scare you like you have to actually answer that question thank you you're awesome Jill says I would leave my own group well that's good to know It's good for us to be aware of that. Sabrina says I'm just getting my group started. So I hope it will be okay. Hope is not a good business strategy. Sabrina, you have full control over you. So you don't have to hope that your group is lit. You actually get to decide that your group is going to be lit and you need to ask yourself the Facebook groups that I'm in that are super fun, that I get a lot of value from that have totally changed my life just from being in them. What are they like? And you can go create that because you have full control of yourself. Eva. I am stepping into this now with fully committed and driven and fun. I know your energy has been so gold. Okay. Kyra. I don't know if you're on anymore to answer, but if any of you, cause I've coached on this before. If any of you are, um, wanting to start offering more payment plans, but you're afraid that people are going to default on their payments. And you're like, that scares me. We have to ask ourselves, why does it scare us? Like, it's not enough to just be like, I don't know, it's scary. It it scares me because then maybe I'll miss out on that money. But like, but why does that scare you? Like, why are you so scared of maybe like 1% of people defaulting? Oh yeah, here we go. Okay, it just wasn't loading questions. The idea of, it looks like it cut off. Do you mean the idea of having to collect them? Or you don't like the thought of having to like message them if their payments default? Yeah, you don't want to have to collect payments. Okay, This is something where you weigh out the pros and the cons. Everybody's business model will be different. Some people will decide the only way to work with me is to pay in full. You have to love your reasons for that, though. Like it has to come from a place of like, I actually love my reasons for this. We don't want it to come out of fear, right? Or avoiding something. But uh, like, for example, you guys know this, like at the end of last year, maybe around November, I went to pay in full only for one-on-one coaching with me not for my programs, not for mass, not for anything like that, but only like if it's my master, uh, not my mastermind, if it's private one-on-one coaching, it's pay in full only. And here's the reason why I did it. I have been letting people make payment plans on one-on-one coaching for the last four and a half years of business. And what I found was the kind of coaching and mentorship that I give now is so advanced and so solid and so next level that when my clients were investing, and it's not cheap, it's not cheap. It's $12,000 for four months. It's not cheap. So people that were, um, but like people, when I made this decision, it was actually at 8K for four months, but people were signing up to it. And it was, it was an edge for some people. It was a lot of, it was an edge for some people. I will say that. And what was happening was sometimes we were having to use our weekly call or not, they're not weekly, they're bi-weekly, but we were having to use our coaching sessions or we were having to use our time in boxer coaching on, um, them freaking out because they didn't know if they were going to be able to make their payment to me or they, you know, they were hoping that they would sign a client and that's what they were going to use to pay me. And now they're not going to be able to do that. And now they have to go ask their husband if they can use personal finances to pay me. And that was freaking them out. And here's what I realized was at, at at close proximity, like private coaching, my one-on-one clients have the closest proximity to me and they get so much of my energy because they're private clients. Right. And I realized It was not a good use of their time or my time to have to coach them every single like month on whether or not they were going to be able to make their payments. You cannot get traction in your business when what we're coaching on half the container is whether or not you can make payments to me and what your husband is going to think about it and where it's going to come from. And like, then it was making them spin out about, they just thought they'd have more clients and they'd be able to pay me from that. And now they're now they're upset that they're not farther along. And I was thinking like, this is not a good use of my time or my client's time. So I switched to pay in full only where it was like, you can pay a deposit and then you can pay the rest of the money on your start date. Or if you need longer to pay it off, you can actually start making installments. And once you get almost paid off, then we'll decide on your start date. But from now on, it's it's in everyone's best interest that this container is just paid for once you get inside of it. So we can just focus on coaching and we can just focus on getting traction in your business. And we can just focus on doing the inner work. And we don't have to coach on like whether or not you can pay me. It's just not a good use of anyone's time. And honestly, it was getting really annoying to be coaching on that. I'm like, at this, at this stage of my business, I should not be coaching on this anymore. Like if, if this is an issue for people where they don't know if they can make their payments to me, they actually shouldn't even be in private mentorship. They should be in my programs and then they can work their way up to private mentorship. But like, this is not good for anybody. So that came from a really clean space, right? It didn't come from like, oh, like I'm going to make everyone pay in full because when people don't make their payments, like I don't like it and I don't like chasing them down. And like, then I lose out on that money. I should just like, everyone has to pay me in full. Like it wasn't coming from like frustration or scarcity or like being afraid of chasing payments. It was truly like, this is not a good use of the coaching container and the client's not able to get the same amount of growth and expansion that they want because we have to focus on whether or not they can pay me every month. So you guys have to make that decision. Now on the flip side of that, I personally do not like starting my month at $0. Does anybody like starting their month at $0? I don't. (laughs) When we do pay in fulls only, it was like starting the month at $0. I don't like that. I like having payment plans because then I know on February 1st, I'm already going to make X amount of dollars in February because of payment plans that are stacking. You know what I'm saying? So to me, also I did recognize that like, sometimes here's, what's funny. I do payment plans. Why would I not offer payment plans when I literally do payment plans? I am in other things where I'm making payments. And if those coaches had not offered payment plans, I would not have had the money to invest. Right. Oh, sorry. Again, I always get DMs when
1: I'm on this and then I'm like, what?
0: I offer payment plan or I opt for payment plans. So why wouldn't I offer them? That's what I always think. Like, so for me too, it's like, not everybody just has access to that kind of money. Like they just don't. It's like not, depending on what we're doing, it's like not everyone's gonna have access to that upfront. So my thought is, if I offer a payment plan, it's going to make this program more accessible to people. Like, let's say you have a thousand dollar coaching program. Maybe people don't, maybe there's some people that don't have a thousand dollars, but they can make, you know, four monthly payments of two fifty, <clears throat> or five monthly payments of 200. Not only do you win because now there's recurring revenue coming in every month. Right. But also, you get to serve more people because it's more accessible. Now, as far as, as far as having to go collect payments, one, I set people up on auto pay. Like, so I don't send out invoices and then just cross my fingers and hope all of my clients pay them every month. When people sign up for my programs, they go on auto pay. If you have PayPal, you can do that. If you have Stripe, you can do that. So I don't actually have to like send out invoices and hope people pay and then email them when they don't. Now, Does that stop some people from defaulting? No, sometimes people's payments don't go through. I have an assistant that actually handles that for me, but I didn't even hire her until like, I don't know, four months ago. Up until that point, I was having to have those conversations where I was having to email people and say, hey, when you join this program, based on the terms and conditions, you had 24 hours to to fix your, uh, your card on your account, like if it's your card or put money on your account, or sometimes people's cards just expire or they, whatever, and they don't change it. I would just email them and be like, Hey, like your payment didn't go through, you know, we need to get this fixed in 24 hours, or I'm going to have to remove you from the program. That is something that I had to deal with. Now I have, I have a, a assistant and a business manager that does it, but I was willing to, do cause here was my thing. I was not willing to not offer payment plans and risk losing clients over that. I wanted to have the payment plans. I just had to work on my mindset around, is it worth it for me to have payment plans and be able to serve more clients, make more money, have more recurring income, is it worth it to me? Is that a trade-off that's worth it to me if it means that I am gonna have some people that default on their payments sometimes? Yeah, it doesn't happen a lot. It's not even majority of my clients. It's like, this may be like 3% of my clients default on their payments. Is it worth it to me to have to deal with the 3% of people whose payments default to be able to have recurring revenue and have a more accessible program. Yeah, absolutely. But I will go back to what I said. You guys get to decide. Maybe you decide, no, it's not worth it to me and I'm not doing payment plans. Okay. That's perfect. Then don't. Maybe you're like, yeah, it is worth it to me and I'm going to do payment plans. Awesome. Maybe you do payment plans for other things, but maybe you say, you know what, but in my mastermind, it's full only. Like we, there are no rules here. You guys all get to decide. You guys all get to decide what that looks like for you. All right, question. I am doing my first free masterclass on Friday. What advice do you have for me after
1: doing so many?
0: (laughs) I don't know if I understand the question because I think there's words in there that aren't supposed to be there. I'm doing my first free masterclass on Friday. What advice do you have for me after you doing so? Oh, I see what you're saying. After me doing so many... To host one that is so good they said it should be paid. Okay. Well, for one, because you're in your next five, you actually have access to the six-figure masterclass formula. I break all this down in there. You can go watch those. Um, but to give you like just because some people in here are not on your next five. Um, and I will again, I'm gonna shamelessly plug this because it's like everyone should be in it. If you are in full flavored experience, which is my year long experience where you come in, you commit to a year and you get access to every single program I offer and masterclass for a year. I offer one full program every month and I usually have at least one masterclass a month. Um, And then I have all kinds of random offers in between. Another program that I will be doing in 2023 is is I will be reteaching the six figure um, masterclass formula where I teach how I did free workshops and stuff um, to make six figures in my business. So be on the lookout for that. Even if you don't join full flavored experience, you can buy it separately. I just feel like why not join full flavored experience and get access to all the things. Um, but the one thing I will say, since everyone is not inside of my program and gets access to that, if you want, again, I'll just say what Alex Hormozy said, cause I think it sums up what I teach. If your free stuff is better than other people's paid stuff, you win, you win the game. So I would look at the workshop or the masterclass you're teaching. And I would ask yourself, is this better than what some people are out here charging for? And if the answer is no, redo it. If the answer is yes, then you're golden. If your free masterclass is is more valuable than somebody else's $500 masterclass, $1,000 masterclass, whatever it is, you will win over the client's. Because you will prove to them that what you do is valuable, that you hold nothing back. You will give them little short wins that will have them wanting more from you. So they will be thinking to themselves, if this is what he's offering for free, can you imagine what is inside of that program? And they will buy almost, almost all of you on here, whether you're on Instagram or Facebook, almost all of you are either in something of mine currently or or you have been in something of mine in the past and you joined because you saw my free stuff was freaking gold and you were like, so I gotta be in her world to find out what's in her paid stuff, right? You guys have really good questions. Make sure I'm not missing anything. Okay, I'm not. Okay, this has been really good. Again, I was on here for an hour, just like I was. I think it was yesterday, the day before. Um, if you guys do not have more questions, actually, if you have more questions, you got to save them for the next time because I'm tapped out for the day. I'm tired. Um, what is happening here? How do I okay? There it goes. I'm I'm tapping out for the night. I'm tired. All right. I love you guys. I will, if you guys want to re-listen to this, it'll be in the Facebook group. It'll be on my Instagram. I'm not taking it down, but I also will put it on the podcast. Oh, did you guys see there's a contest on the podcast? I'm doing giveaways on the podcast until January 31st. This is all you have to do. You you get three entries if you go like review my podcast. If you go rate my podcast, if you review my podcast, you get three entries. If you just like screenshot the podcast and like share it somewhere on your social media, you get one entry for every time you do that. So maybe every time you listen to an episode, you share it on your social media. You get one entry for every time you do that. All you have to do, if you review the podcast, take a screenshot and either email it to me or send it to me in my DM so that I can see it. And then if you share the podcast somewhere on your socials, just make sure that you tag me because if you don't tag me, I won't know that you shared it. Like It will not show me if you don't tag me. Oh, Wendy, I'm so glad that you listen. I'm going to be pouring, uh, one of my focuses for 2023, I really felt like God was leading me back to like, um, focusing a lot more on, I'm putting content on the podcast. Cause people really do love my podcast. Um, so there's going to be way more like consistent content on the podcast, but I'm going to upload this to the podcast so you guys can listen to it in the car while you're on the treadmill, while you're sitting in the pickup line to pick your kids up while you're out on a walk, but go, um, join the giveaway. All you have to do is share the podcast or rate and review the podcast. I'm giving away a brand new Kate Spade bag. I should go get it and show it to you guys, but it's a brand new Kate Spade bag. It's not even out of the packaging. It's brand new. You can win a a full day of private boxer coaching with me, or you can win a guest spot on my podcast, which I will actually stream to my Facebook group and then put on my podcast. So people will always be able to find you that way. It will get you so much exposure and it'll be so fun. You can, I'm picking three different people to win one of those things. I know even the ones where I was outside. Yeah. Thank God I don't have a podcast editor currently because they probably would be like, oh my gosh, stop recording podcasts outside. Okay, I love you guys. I'm hopping off here. You're amazing. Thank you for spending time with me and I will catch you all on the flip side. Y'all, thank you so much for diving into this episode of The Drip With Me. I'll tell you what would make me really happy. Could you take maybe two minutes and go rate and review the podcast? That would make me so, 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 so happy. I would adore you. I would appreciate you. If you're loving this podcast, please go rate and review it. It's how I get the word out about it. I love putting on this podcast, but it does take a little bit of time and energy on my part. It's totally free. And the way for me to continue to do this and keep it free and keep it supported as if you rate and review. So I appreciate you, I adore you. Thank you for the review in advance. Have an amazing day.